This is a Friendship Alliance digital campus podcast. It can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. All right, we're here this morning with Caleb Murphy and Whitney Perryman. And I'm Andrea Scarrow, and it's a pleasure to be here with these young people today as we dig into the Gospel of Mark. So this is uh, just a little bit of a background. This is a study that we've been doing together for for a couple of weeks and um, kind of came out of the whole Surprise the World study where we're looking at how to to bless others and really looking at the life of Jesus and how He did that. How did He spend time with people How did he listen to God? How did he um, do the work of the Father and and bring about um, this new kingdom that he came to he came to usher in? So we're looking at Mark, and I've just been so excited to hear from the young people what their thoughts are and how they're uh, understanding Mark, the things they're learning about Jesus and and who he is. And so welcome, Whitney, and welcome, Caleb. I'm really excited about our discussion today. How are y'all doing? Pretty good. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm doing all right. (laughs) Okay, cool. Well, we're going to just dig right in. We're going to jump into Mark chapter 1. So um, we'll talk about some of the the themes here. Mark's different from any of the other Gospels. How's Mark a little different from what y'all are looking and seeing? He can be, he does the entire story of Jesus in very, he can be very short and get to the point. Yeah. So it's very easy to dissect and not, you know, just get through it and learn about Jesus before you go to the other gospels. Yeah. So Mark very likely was the very first gospel written. And you're right, Whitney, it's just short to the point. And has a lot of action, doesn't it? So that makes it fun to, to read. Caleb, what other ideas did you see? Well, Mark, it's more like a first-hand account almost, uh-huh. and he omits a lot of details, but he also includes a lot of details that you don't see in the other books. Yeah, kind of like if he was a, a news reporter or an eyewitness, right? So yes, like, It's pretty colorful. He throws in some details that make it really pop and come to life. So how, you know, Mark even starts differently. He starts right off. He doesn't start with, you know, the genealogy of Jesus or anything. He starts right off. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. So what does that tell you about Mark's whole purpose? To tell us about the life of Jesus Christ and what he did on earth and how he interacted with people on earth and sort of what his purpose was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. He just jumps right to the meat of it. So... um right into the ministry of Jesus. And in the first chapter of Mark, you're going to see many things happen, just short accounts of, of the ministry of Christ's beginning. Um, so he goes on into verse 2, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Um who is Isaiah speaking of, or how is this applied in Mark? By John the Baptist, who prepared the way for Jesus. Yeah, so right off the bat, um, John the Baptist, we're going to see what he's doing here uh, to prepare the way. And there's, there's, there's some words that you might have picked up on in there. Caleb, what occurs to you? 
Well, we were talking about the wilderness uh-huh. and how desolate it is and how they use that to kind of emphasize how desolate and helpless Mark was. Mm-hmm. Well, and all of us really without Christ, right? So outside of God's um, purpose and will for our lives, we're pretty desperate people. We're, we're um, often in the wilderness in our lives, aren't we? We just need the Lord. Can you think of a time back in the Old Testament when, when folks wandered around in the wilderness a little bit? Back when they were um, in the desert after they escaped from Egypt, yeah. but they couldn't get into the promised land yet, they wandered around there for 40 years just aimlessly. Yeah, they sure did. And um, God had purpose in that too, didn't he? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I think it's cool to, to put the whole story together. Like what was happening in Exodus is a picture of what is happening in our lives, really. God's purpose to bring us to himself, right? So um, so we see that here reflected in the whole promise to send a messenger into the wilderness to prepare the way of the Lord. Of course, that was John. So what kind of guy was John, Caleb? John. Well, usually when we're talking about John, we're trying to compare him to Jesus and how he is different from Jesus. Uh-huh. And I remember, see, says, John said that Jesus is mightier than I. Yeah. And we were talking about how John was compared to Jesus as less than Jesus and how he was making the way for Jesus. Yeah. John was very aware of that, wasn't he? So he said, um, Jesus is going to come and do greater things than, than I'm doing. How, what differences, what other difference did you, did you see, Whitney? What about their baptisms? John's baptism was going to be with, and Caleb, jump in here too. John was baptizing with water, but Jesus was baptizing with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. So John was baptizing with water, Jesus with the Holy Spirit. John was mighty, but Jesus was mightier. Um, John was a prophet. Jesus is the Son of God. John was the messenger. And what did he say about Jesus? He is the Lord, right? So, so yeah, so John was setting the tone here, I think, inviting us in to that experience. And, you know, right in that next paragraph, so to speak, in, in chapter 1, um, there's some words repeated. We were looking together about how anytime... A word is repeated a lot in the scripture. That's something we need to really pay attention to, focus on, and see what it has to tell us about that. So what are some words that are repeated um, in chapter 1 that have caught y'all's attention? One word that we see repeated a lot in this first or this second paragraph is baptizing and baptism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so John appeared baptizing, and then it says all of Jerusalem was going out to him to be baptized. Um, and then he said, I've baptized you with water, but, but Jesus will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. So baptism, that was something that um, was done quite frequently back in those days, right? So what do you think it symbolized to those leaving Jerusalem going out to be baptized with John? His baptism was for, it says, the repentance of sin, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. How were the people in John's day suffering? What do you think they were looking for? They were looking for a Messiah to save them or a king to come and save them. Yeah, what were, why, why did they need saving? 
because they were under the control of the Romans yeah. who treated them very unfairly. Yeah. They were being persecuted against. Yeah, they were being persecuted. And they had these promises from the Old Testament about a Messiah who would deliver them. Do you think they were thinking that deliverance, what do you think they thought it would look like, that deliverance from the Messiah? Oh, that by like the, a by the Messiah? huge mighty king would come from the heavens and, I don't know, probably strike people with lightning bolts and stuff. And that <laughs> it would be a very grand gesture and that uh-huh. it would be very obvious and he would have fine clothes and just... Very much like a superhero coming to save you. So that's what they expected. Yeah, they wanted to, their king to come and set up rule and and uh, put the Roman soldiers down and the Roman government in its place and, yeah, deliver them, right? Much like the Israelites had been delivered from and out of Egypt. So, yeah, that's probably some of what they were looking for. But John points that Jesus would baptize with the Holy Spirit. So Jesus' kingdom was going to be quite different, wasn't it? Very different. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So there's another word we've talked about a lot in in Greek. It's um, the word aethys. And I may not be pronouncing that right, but it's used all throughout... Luke, I mean, Mark, yeah, we are studying Mark, aren't we? Mark, to um, give us a, I don't know, just a feel. It's a word, a phrase that's repeated a lot, and it really packs in the action, especially here in the beginning of Mark. Um, how's that often translated, Caleb? Usually we see it translated as immediately, if I'm, yeah, if I'm not wrong. Immediately or right away. Um, and how does that make Mark feel different from the other Gospels, Whitney? You alluded to it earlier when you said yeah, it just gets straight to the point. Yeah, it's like yeah. it makes you can even feel it just with the wording, just mm-hmm. how what direction Mark is trying to go. Mm-hmm. He's not adding all this fluff, which is like good for us to sort of understand. But it's just the not really the basic stuff. But like if you want to know the life of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and immediately know like the outline and the important things, that's what it's like alluding to. Like immediately Jesus did that this immediately they went there and so like it just gives you sort of the wording even just sort of gives you a grasp of like how he's trying to portray yeah 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 he's got a point doesn't he so so he starts out gives a lot of urgency to what mark is talking about and he's building up to something it's like a fast-paced movie he's building up to this important event this climax of the story and we're going to see that later on in mark that it his use of this word kind of comes to a stop and, and you're at the point of um, the mission that Jesus came for, right? So that's that's really cool. That's something we'll look at a lot in Mark, the use of that word. It, I mean, it just moves us along from the baptism of Jesus to the temptation of Jesus to Jesus beginning his ministry to calls his disciples. It's just really fast-paced, and that makes Mark study Mark exciting. So... Any other things y'all are looking forward to in the study of the Gospel of Mark? I'm trying to find out when he stops using immediately. Okay. Where is the point of Where's the story? Where's the point where he gets to that, the kind of the crux of the matter, right? Like he gets to the point, the crescendo of the whole story. Good. Whitney, anything? Probably, just, like, I just think it's very interesting to just sort of learn about the life of Jesus Christ and the order of events because 
I've, you know, been exposed to this stuff a lot. I know the certain things that are happening, mm -hmm. but I get the order sort of mixed up because I haven't read the whole book of Mark all in one sort of sitting or consciously made the effort to continue to read Mark. Uh -huh. Like it's just been maybe this one chapter one time for Sunday school and this one. So I think it's very interesting that we get to do it all in an order. And yeah. just sort of, no, okay, so this happened, then this. Because order of events can be very important, too. Just to know sort of the direction he was going from all his travels. I don't know. Just stuff like that's very interesting to me. Yeah. And we're taking a deeper dive. So we're not just reading and skimming through. And like you say, from start to finish, it's really important to, to have the whole context and the whole message. So that's great. I appreciate um, the just the desires that you guys have to really make this study a, a important piece of your your um, life and your time right now and it really inspires me to watch you guys dig in and not just to know more about the Bible but to really know Jesus better so um, cool well we're really um, excited we're kicking it off today and one of the things that we um, don't know yet is what to call this youth podcast. So we're going to think on it and we want to invite any of those listening to, to also chime in. If you have some good ideas, what we can call this um, series while we dig into the gospel of Mark and hear from Whitney and Caleb and other of the youth from the youth group at times. So we're not going to uh, keep these two on the hot seat the whole time. We're going to uh, spread it spread it out. But I really appreciate Whitney and Caleb, you guys being here this morning and getting us started, getting it kicked off. We want to um, just help each other learn more about Mark. And I know that what you guys are, are sharing will be inspirational to other young people too. So thanks for, thanks for doing this. Yes, ma'am. It's Thank been a lot of fun. Thank you for the opportunity. All right. <laughs>